It's good to be in the house of the Lord again. And I always express there's no greater day for me than Sunday. I think Sunday allows us a glimpse, just a small glimpse. Don't want to take anything away from heaven. But it just allows us a small glimpse of what heaven is going to be like. Amen. Amen. You look around and won't be no frowns, Amen. won't be any pain, won't be any complaints, Amen. won't be none of that stuff Amen. in heaven. Amen. Rejoicing is the word. Yes, sir. Praise is the word. Yes, sir. Because heaven is that prepared place for the prepared people Amen. of God. Amen. We're into what we call the holiday season. And many people are focusing on gifts. Gifts. Buying gifts. 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 I want to talk about this morning the gift. The gift. But before I get into talking about that special gift, I need to lay a foundation To show you where we used to be. And how we used to be. In Ephesians chapter 2. The Bible said. And you had he quickened. One translation said made alive. Who were dead in trespasses and sins. And you had he quickened. Who were dead. We were dead. I don't care how much you choose to believe how good of a person you were prior to being baptized. The Bible says you were dead. Now, which is right? You or the Bible? The Bible says that we were dead in trespasses and sins. And the wages of sin is what? So we were on death row. Our lives had nothing to offer to God. Our lives had no meaning to God as far as what we could offer him in praise and service and worship because sin separated us from God. But the word of God says, and you had he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Boy, we were some rough folks. Whether you choose to admit it, Or not. Among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh. Amen. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Amen. And were by nature. And were by nature. The children of wrath, even as 
others. But were by nature the children of wrath. We had nothing to offer to God. Everything about us was about us and for us. We, we can say we didn't even bother to have God in our minds. And the last time I read about a nation of people, a world of people who chose not to have God in their mind. And every imagination that they had was wicked. God destroyed them. Amen. He brought about a flood. Yeah, yeah. But verse number four says, but God. Who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he did what? He loved us. Yeah. Oh, he loved us. Yeah. Even when we were dead in sins. Yeah. Yeah. That's love, folks. Amen. In other words, he loved us even when our mindset wasn't even nowhere near thinking about doing what's right. When we fornicated, when we lied, when we stole, when we cheated. And this was an everyday occurrence when we partied. When the only thing that mattered to us in life was eat, drink, and be merry. The Bible says, even when we were dead in sins. Had quickened us together. With Christ. And had raised us. Up together. And made us sit. Together in heavenly places. In. Christ Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about a gift this morning. Uh Let me use your imagination for a moment. Can you imagine. Imagine. Saving up. Pondering all year long, all year long, all year long, trying to figure out what to buy this special person in your life. You, you, you picked and picked and picked and picked, trying to get conversation, trying to get some kind of idea of what could really make them happy. Right. For Christmas. And finally. You get to the point. Where you say. I think I know. I think I know. What to get. And after pondering. And going through all of this. All of this. All of this. That morning arrives. You present that gift. Unto that person. You stand there awaiting to see the expression, hopefully of joy, of excitement, of happiness, only to find when they open the gift, they just say, oh, 
โอ but not only that you find out later you find out later they did something of what we call what do we call it regifted <laughs> They needed a gift for somebody else, so they chose to use the gift that you gave them to give to somebody else. Think of the hurt. Think of the disappointment. You 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 sit and you say to yourself. All of this time I invested, mm-hmm. all of the thinking and the, the the questions and all that I've gone through to try to figure out what could I do to make you happy, uh-huh. to bring joy into your heart, and all I get is oh. And then you give what was so precious and so special to me because there were so many feelings connected with that gift, and you just gave it away. Can you imagine the hurt? Can you imagine the disappointment that one had to feel under those circumstances that someone could do something like that? <laughs> But let me tell you about a gift. That we have done that with over and over again. It's called the gift of salvation. The gift that came by way of Jesus Christ. The gift that. God so loved the world that He gave, He gave, He gave, He gave, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish. God gave the gift. That He said. If you just listen to him and believe in him, you can have life everlasting. Uh-huh. Not only life everlasting, you can start a new life. Uh-huh. The Bible teaches us when Paul said, "What is Second Corinthians five seventeen?" Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. 
Behold, all things become new. new. Yeah. I want you to stop and think about that for a moment. Right. All things are passed away. And all things become new. new. God extended a gift through his son, Jesus Christ, to give you a new start, to give you a new beginning. As he said, you were called from darkness, out of darkness, into his marvelous light. You were stumbling and rumbling and trying to find your way around in life. You thought you knew what you were doing. You thought you knew where you were going. You had no meaning. You had no purpose. Right now. Not that mattered to God. Right. We're talking spiritual, folks. Yeah. Because, see, some of you are so quick to say, well, I know folks who don't live right and they make a lot of money and everything. When they die, then what? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Say that. We're talking spiritual, folks. Yeah. Yeah. You had no meaning to God in this world. But yet, even having no meaning, having no purpose, because sin separated us from God. And our pleasure and our love was in the flesh. The Bible says, but God. Made us alive. He extended a gift. And it's so sad that every day, every day, this gift is extended to people and people reject it. That's right. That's right. What's even worse, some of us who accepted the gift have decided the gift doesn't bring us the joy and the happiness that we're looking for anymore. Mm. So just like the person who re-gifted and gave it away, we choose to return back to the world. We put so much emphasis on trying to please people and buying them things and stuff. Was talking to someone yesterday and they, they were telling me about their father is on their deathbed. Not a Christian. And they expressed to me how much it hurt to know and to see him in that condition. And, 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 and siblings are saying, I wish God would just let him go and then he could be at peace. She said, he won't be at any peace. Right now. Right. There's no peace awaiting him. 
But that's by his own choice. The person told me, they said, I've tried to teach them and for, for years, but they just rejected. They just said they just believe God understands and God knows that they are a good person. We're so caught up in trying to impress people and buy their affections when what we need to be doing is trying to help people to prepare for an appointment that's closer than many of us might believe is near. John 3.16 said, for God so loved the world. He so loved the world that he gave. I'm asking you today, what have you given? What have you given that truly have made a difference in the life of a person? You know that person is going to die one day. Have you ever thought about giving them the invitation of eternal life? Sharing the gospel? You say, brother, man, that's just corny. That's just, you know, this is the holiday season about material things and people. But material things don't bring true happiness. See, in Christ, it can bring about some peace that passes all understanding. Yeah. It can bring about a joy, an unspeakable joy that the world didn't give and the world can't take away from you. Yeah. It could bring about a peace. That when, when it seems like everything else is falling apart around you. You know that there is hope. Amen. What have you given? People love to, they love to associate Christ with the holiday. Yeah. But yet, nobody wants to really get down to the nitty gritty of why did Jesus come? Jesus ain't come so that we could spend money and, and, and exchange gifts. Come on now. John 3, you look at it in the Bible yourself. There's a reason God Sent his only begotten son. And I haven't read anything about a gift. Verse 17 said, For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, 
but that the world through him might be what? Saved. See, what we need to be packaging up and delivering and sharing is the gospel. That's what we need to be packaging up and sharing. You worry and stress out and buy your children all this stuff. And after a day or two, they don't they don't even play with it. They don't even care about it anymore. Spouses stress out worrying about. And then she said, oh. He said, hmm. No, what we need to be sharing is God's word and growing closer to God. Amen. These holidays come and they go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I just I'm asking you today. What is the impression you have given God concerning the gift that he has given unto you? Right. Right now. This gift that God extends and he offers through his son, Jesus Christ, how much have you taken advantage of it? Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest unto your soul. How many times have you turned your back? How many times have you chosen to go the opposite direction? Instead of coming unto Jesus, you turn to alcohol, illicit sex, or something else, worldly, instead of trusting the gift. Think of God's, think of, just think of how God must feel saying, I've given you this uh-huh. to escape the pollutions of this world yeah. so that you won't be entangled therein anymore. Right. And you choose to do what? You choose to lean to your own understanding. You choose to just listen to other philosophies and concepts and everything else. Why do you think I gave this gift? Right. How many of us are faithful to the gift? We're faithful to a lot of things. But are we faithful to the gift? Because if it had not been for this gift, there would be no life. So how can you turn away from the gift that provides life and yet say you believe in God? 
think of that person that re-gift that gift and gave it away. How do they look at that person again? Huh? How do they look at that person again? What do you think they could ever expect from that person again? On the human side, they, they probably shouldn't expect anything else. But thank goodness God isn't on that level. Because we just read that even when we were dead in our sins, guess what? He gave. He gave his only begotten son. You know, it's a wonderful thing to serve a God that even when you don't understand and you don't value your own worthiness. That he see the worthiness in you and you can't see it in yourself. That he will offer his only begotten son for you. That you might come to your senses and realize one day. Just how blessed you really are. So I say while you're celebrating and while you're working and, 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 and out there shopping and looking for happiness to spend, to impress and everything, I'm saying don't forget about the gift that really matters. Amen. Don't forget about the gift that really matters. And let me tell you, if you really, really want someone to know that you love them, you will share the gospel with them. You will share the gospel. You can't, you're just not going to persuade me to believe that you love somebody, you care about somebody. And you know that you haven't opened your mouth to share the gospel with them. And knowing that when they close their eyes, if they close their eyes right now in death, heaven would never be their home. That ain't love, folks. You know, there's a song we used to sing. It said, you never mention him. To me. It said you met me. Day by day. And you knew. I was astray. Yet never. Mentioned him. To me. True love. The Bible said God is love. How do we demonstrate God's love? We demonstrate God's love by being concerned about a person's soul. We're so wrapped up in people's emotions. We're so wrapped up and caught up in people's feelings. Mm -hmm. We're so wrapped up and caught up in the carnality of this world. And we just overlook the fact that, you know what? 
people are still going to die. They're still going to die. What did you do? What did you say? What did you offer? God bagged his talk up with action. He so loved the world, he gave. You say you love the Lord, what are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? What are you sharing? What are you teaching? And we'll shed tears at a funeral and we'll, we'll sit and talk about, I wish I would have done this. I would. That doesn't change a thing. Amen. I truly believe true love mm -hmm. is helping a person to prepare yeah. to yeah. meet their God. Right. Yeah. Because this is just a temporary layover right here. Mm -hmm. Eternity begins when we close our eyes, folks. And how long is eternity? It's a long time. And it's a long time to stop and consider a person is going to be weeping and there will be gnashing of teeth. They will be in torment for how long? Forever. Even removed from the presence of God. And you have to live with the fact that after all that God extended to me and all that he gave unto me, even when I was in my most wretched condition, he gave me time. Even when I thought about doing what's right and I still chose to do what was wrong, he still gave me time. Even when I talked bad against him, he still gave me time. And I can't share. I can't share this good news. And now you got to think about what if what what if something I could have said could have changed that person's life. You'll never know. Once they close their eyes, you'll never know. So while you're in the spirit, while you're in the spirit of rejoicing and having a good time, don't forget about the gift. Amen. Don't forget about the gift that truly, truly makes a difference. Amen. Because we're going to leave here, folks. Yes, sir. You know, every year around this time, it just seems like folks double up the count the way they leave here. Amen. Tornado hit in Kentucky yeah. the other day. Yeah. Lives taken away. Mm 
People were at that, they were at that candle factory working. They didn't, they didn't get up that morning or go to work that evening, going to work saying, I believe this is gonna be my last shift. They interviewed one lady. She said, all I remember, we heard something like a train. And the building rocked. And it rocked. And the next thing you know, it collapsed. Man, that's how quick it can happen. But here's a wonderful thing. When you're ready, you can rejoice. When you, when you shared and told people you've done your job. But the question is, have you done your job? Take that from me as your gift. Remember the gift that truly counts. Amen. If we don't take it out there and share and tell, who will? Who's going to tell the truth? For God so loved the world. Man, I, I just I just tried to imagine God being as holy as he is, God being as pure as he is, God being as as righteous as he is. Um, just imagine this, folks, when Jesus hung on the cross, bearing the sins of the world, God had to turn away. Because God can't dwell where sin is. As, as, as precious as his only begotten son was to him. His only begotten son crying out to him. Why have you forsaken me? But God had to. He had to leave. But his love for us. See, don't you ever believe the lie the devil tell you that God don't love you. His love for us. So strong. That even while we were dead in our sins. He figured out a way to reconcile us back unto himself. That's a loving, true God. Don't you ever believe the lie of the devil when he said, God doesn't love you. You will never be able to repay this debt. You are never. But you know what? You ought to die trying. 
you ought to die trying. Because you'll never do enough to match what God has given already. What else do you want him to give? Greater love had no man than this. Than for a man to lay down his life. For his friend. Jesus said, you are my friend. Did he prove it? Yes, Yes, he did. He laid down his life. He laid down his life. So whatever it is God is requiring of us, Romans 12 and 1, Paul said, I beg you that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Is that asking too much? Is that asking too much to live a life that glorifies God to let the world know how good he has been to you? Is that asking too much? Let's make up our mind, folks. Amen? Amen. What's our song, Jerry? Because he lives. Because he lives. Oh, because he lives. Folks, I'm one. I, I encourage you. Enjoy life. But don't enjoy this life so much that you haven't made the necessary preparations for the next one. Amen. Because you're going to spend the next life somewhere. The soul of man never dies. And it's going to spend eternity somewhere. I'm saying enjoy life. But make sure you enjoy it in Jesus Christ. Don't love this world. Neither the things that are in it. Love God. With all your heart. Mind, soul, and strength. And you'll see the difference it will make. If you're here today and you haven't obeyed the gospel, you haven't been baptized for the remission of your sins, as the Bible requires one to do in order to have their sins remitted. Acts 2.38, 1 Peter 3.21, Mark 16.16, Matthew 28, 19 and 20, the Bible teaches that one must be baptized in order to be saved. If you haven't surrendered your will, if you haven't done what the Bible teaches, not what the creed book, not what we think or feel, but what the Bible teaches one must do. Faith comes by hearing and hearing By the word of God. Believe it with all of your heart. Repent of your sins. Confess Christ to be the son of God. And be baptized today for the remission of your sins. And live faithful. You know what folks? It's going to be all right. For us who are members. 
and we've allowed life to distract us, to, to, to take us out of our alignment in our walking with the Lord. You need to come on back. You need to come on and get your alignment back straight. You ever driven a car that's out of alignment? You know what? You you may be driving that way, but the car is at another angle. The tires wear wrong. Uh Just everything all messed up when it's out of alignment. So you have to take it to a mechanic to do what they call an alignment. They bring everything back into focus, into alignment with all the other tires the way they should be. Uh-huh. But you just can't take it to anybody. That's right. That's right. Because everybody don't do alignments. Yeah. And that's why you can't take your life to just anybody. Amen. Not even yourself. Because if you could align your life up yourself without the help of the Lord, you would need a savior. But the gift is available. Think of think of this moment right here as a gift card for you to use. And it's available for you to use to get yourself right. If you will humble yourself. And you're willing to acknowledge to God you need help. Man. You don't need to tell me. I know we all need help. Yes, sir. You need to acknowledge it to God. Man. And he will help you. Yeah. He will help you. Because he, lives, because he lives. Because he lives. Let us together stand and let us sing. God sent his son.